Welcome to the Daily Summation Podcast from Kurt's Religion and Politics. The podcast that you're about to listen to is the lightly edited audio from a video for the Daily Summation that I put on YouTube and Rumble on the Kurt's Religion and Politics channels. If you want to check them out, you can do that there. But if you want to just go ahead and listen to the audio, which as I say, I've edited to take out a bunch of the annoying pauses and so forth, you can listen to it here. Thanks for tuning in and now on with the podcast. Welcome to the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I'm your host. I'm Kurt. Today is Wednesday, the 18th of November of 2020. Uh, And I wanted to welcome everybody who's coming aboard on Rumble, the podcast, and YouTube. Uh, Welcome aboard. Thank you for coming to visit. And uh, hopefully you will find this worthwhile, uh, as usual. Uh, As is normal, I am talking about one of my blog posts that I'm in the process of writing at this moment. And it's called The Elective Process. And what I wanted to talk about was, uh, okay, so I have a tendency, you, you probably have noticed this, I'm more interested in talking about sort of general things that I think people need to consider and, and count important for the future. And I might use past things in order to do that or present things in order to do that, but my interest is in talking about things from a what can we do to make this better situation. Because most of the time, once something is done, the water's under the bridge and it's done, right? So I wanted to talk about the elective process and I wanted to use some of the current issues that we saw in the November 2020 uh, general election in the United States. And I wanted to talk about what I thought we need to ensure we do where all of this is concerned. So that's what I'm going to do today. So I wanted to talk firstly about the idea of voter irregularity. I wanted to talk about the fact that there were some serious issues with things that were being done, both in terms of the voters themselves and in terms of the people who are counting in terms of voter irregularity. Uh, I wanted to talk about uh, issues with, uh, I'm not going to talk too much about it, but I wanted to make sure that we uh, you know, brought up the idea of the down ballot voting thing, which, which, Right now, statistically, there are major problems with that as far as I'm concerned. Uh, and, and that points to the next thing, which is potential fraud, right? There, there are any number of ways that fraud can occur. And one example of that might be uh, mail-in votes that are cast by people who aren't actually the person to whom the ballot was supposed to be mailed. I saw at least one video, and I know one video, it's anecdotal, so you really can't say for sure how often this has happened. But the video was basically a fellow who was told that he had voted in the state that he had left to do something else, to be somewhere else, a sports sports individual, I think. And that individual had been told that he had voted in his former state, even the, though he had voted in his current state. And he went and he checked the the election website for his former state, and it said, yep, your, your ballot's been processed. And he's going, uh, I didn't cast that. And I don't know if there actually was anything done about that. But the point is that there's a potential there for fraud. But the thing that I worry about more is actually what's happening in the counting facilities. Because I know that there were some instances where 
huge numbers of votes were trucked in, basically, and I, when I say trucked, I don't mean in trucks. I don't know where they came from, and this is part of the problem, right? But were, were brought in at 4.30 in the morning on election night and counted and fell basically perfectly for one candidate with none of them falling for the other. And this is a major problem for me. This is one of many sorts of problems. Uh, counters, uh, uh, counters were supposed to be being watched by, by poll watchers, right, from both parties, and one party being essentially denied that ability to do that. That's a problem. That's a major problem. And it's something that we need to make sure doesn't happen in the future. If it does, that's, that really brings the validity of the election into question. And one of the big ones for me is voting machines. There are a couple of companies, and I forget what the one is called, the software company. The other is a the Dominion, right? But the, there's also a software-related one. And I have to tell you that if it can be found at any point that these companies did things that were in any sense or could in any sense have been fraudulent purposely, they need to be not just fixed, they need to be taken out of the process and somebody else needs to be doing that process because that's the last thing we need. And further, if there's any possibility, a hint of foreign influence, they need to be taken out of the process. We can do better than that and we must do better than that. Okay, so these are the kinds of things that I'm talking about. And all of these things, I'm going to tell you, more and more, and I think that this happens as you get older, you start to get interested in various processes, and I'm more interested now in the elective process than I've been uh, ever before, even though I don't participate myself. I, I want to make sure that the people who are voting have their votes count, uh, and I, I try to help them to be informed about what who it is that they're voting for and what those people stand for and what the various ideologies behind those that process, you know, that so what is socialism? What is communism? What is republicanism? What is uh, democracy and so forth? Uh, what does the United States use, by the way, for, for the cheat sheet for any of you that are wondering where a representative, rep, representative republic in which the, the certain people are democratically elected and all the rest of them are appointed as a rule. Uh, so, so there's that. Right, the, the House of Representatives is has always been democratically elected. The Senate has not. It used to be appointed, but it is now, according to an amendment, I forget which amendment it was to the Constitution. The presidential office is actually a, a electoral college, which is actually the states having a say on top of the voters of those states having a say. But the point of all of this, what I'm trying to get at with all of this is, look, we can't have... Uh, voter irregularities. We can't have potential fraud in the process. Uh, we ha we particularly have to pay attention to counting facilities. Like I say, um, we have to make it so that the counters don't feel in their activities disenfranchised. Just as if, just as we don't want voters to feel disenfranchised, we don't want the people who are, I should say, the people who are watching the counters, the poll watchers, we don't want them to feel disenfranchised. We don't want somebody telling them, you have to be way back there, 100 feet away in the corner. When they, when they get moved up, we don't want to, for the people who they're, uh, who they're supposed to be watching to be moved away from them again. 
We don't want any of this sort of thing to be happening. This is not cool. This is not right. And it shouldn't be occurring. Right. And so we need to make sure in future situations where we're doing any kind of vote that all of this kind of thing, that all of these things are lessons learned. And I'm here to tell you that I believe that we, where we believe major fraud, where the United States believes major fraud has occurred, I don't care who uh, wins the election. We need to be going after anybody who appears to have been acting fraudulently. And if they're not acting fraudulently, they need to be left alone after it's been determined that that's the case. Right. That's how that needs to work. I'm not saying if a person is accused of fraud and people look at what that person did and they say, nope, that person's on the up and up. That what should happen with that particular individual is that they should be uh, jailed or anything else. I'm saying if fraud can be proven as is necessary in the appropriate venues, for example, courts of law, the appropriate charges should be filed. The appropriate appropriate prosecution should occur. And if the individuals are found guilty of some kind of crime, regardless who it is, those people should be uh, dealt with in ways consistent with law. If systems are found to be compromised, if, if um, methodologies for doing business are found to be incorrect, they need to be corrected. And like I say, when it comes to voting systems, as far as I'm concerned, if there's a potential for foreign interf interference or, or foreign influence in the system... If there's a potential for some sort of fraud where you where you can flip something through a back door somewhere and look, I'm a software developer, so don't tell me back doors don't exist. Maybe they do and maybe they don't on the voting systems. But the thing is, if any of that can be found, OK, those voting systems not just should be fixed, they should be trashed. OK, you'll that's the reality. And when new voting systems are put in place, they ought to be voting systems that we know can be consistently trusted. And the second they're not, I don't care who it is, I don't care if it's Dominion, I don't care who it is, the second they're not, those systems need to be removed and replaced with somebody who actually will be credible and trustworthy. Okay, so I'm coming to the end of my time here. Uh, I know it sounds like I'm a little bit animated. It's because I am. This, this really bugs me that people are potentially being disenfranchised by what's going on. Uh, uh, okay, so again, today is Wednesday, the 18th of November of 2020. Tomorrow then will be the 19th, and it'll be Thursday of November of 2020. Uh, right, so Thursday, the 19th of uh, November 2020, and I should be able to get a video out again tomorrow, and hopefully we'll see you then. I hope that you're having a good day, and yet again, uh, you know, that things are going well for you. We're at the middle of the week, and hopefully, yes, we will see you again for another Daily Summation tomorrow. The speaker on this edition of the Daily Summation is Kurt Schubert. This video is recorded on Wednesday, the 18th of November, 2020. The Daily Summation is created for Kurt's religion and politics. Thanks for checking out this video. Remember that you can like it on YouTube and you can give it a rumble on Rumble if you want to do that. Uh, I have channels on both YouTube and Rumble. They are the Kurtz Religion and Politics channels. You can subscribe to either one of those if you want to do so. Remember, if you subscribe on YouTube, you probably want to click the notification bell in order to be notified of new content. 
Um, if you want to see more from me, you can check me out on my blog. That's blogs.kpshubert.com, blogs.kpshubert.com. You can also see my Facebook page. That is uh, Kurt's Religion and Politics on Facebook. You can check out my Twitter, Twitter, uh, Parlor, and Minds.com accounts. My handle on all three of those is at KP Schubert. That's at K-P-S-H-U-B-E-R-T. You can um, check out my podcast. The podcast is at podcasts.kpshubert.com. That's podcast.kpshubert.com. And finally, you can check me out on Patreon. And if you want to support me, that's probably one of the better places that you can do that. I am Kurt's Religion and Politics there. Thanks again for checking out this video, and hopefully we will see you again tomorrow. You've just been listening to the Daily Summation Podcast from Kurt's Religion and Politics. As I say at the intro, this is a uh, lightly edited audio from a video that I put on YouTube and Rumble that you can check out there. Uh, and I take out the pauses and so forth here, and it's basically the same content, except that you don't obviously get the video. Uh, I hope you have enjoyed what you've heard. Let me know if you have any com comments or whatever that you might want for me to, to get. Thanks for listening, and by all means, come back again tomorrow, and you'll almost certainly get another one of the Daily Summation Podcasts. Thanks for listening. Bye.